0: with a reasonable answer for the hope that lies within us this is contending for the faith with dr jerry buckner and now to introduce dr jerry buckner here's gary bell
1: well good evening and welcome to another exciting edition of contending for the faith we're the cutting-edge christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church and we are live ladies and gentlemen we are live for the next hour With your host, Bay Area Pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. Well, you may or may not be aware, but if you've been listening to this broadcast long enough, you're probably aware that there is a war raging all around us. It's not a war of guns and missiles. However, in the end, it may prove to be just as deadly. It's not a war over land and territories, but it is a war to capture and influence the hearts and minds of our society. It is a cultural war, a war on wokeness. Tonight, we begin, we bring you part 10, finally, in our series talking about the 10 cultural and current issues that affect us as individuals, that affect our families, our churches, our communities, and our world at large. These cultural and current issues not only affect us, but can lead us in the wrong direction. A direction that is away from God and away from our fellow man. It's a direction that leads to delusion and the opposite of truth. The real issue is how do we respond to these 10 cultural and current issues from a biblical and apologetic perspective? Well, for the answer to these questions and much, much more, stay tuned, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight?
2: Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, wonderful, challenging introduction. And We want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know that you're going to be uplifted and challenged by our program tonight. And we want to say Merry Christmas to all of you out there that uh, are listening to this program tonight. And we want to also uh, ask everybody to be in prayer for uh, people during this time of year because they are really going through a lot. The suicide rate is skyrocketing. And uh, a police officer uh, at the Tiburon police station had, uh, where we live at, and we live in the Tiburon area, uh, had uh, a self-inflicted gun wound and and killed himself. And so we need to pray for uh, that officer and uh, his family. I knew him, and uh, he claimed to be a Christian, and so uh, we need to lift him up. And so many other people have committed suicide. And we're trying to, uh, encourage people to pray for people at this time of the year, they're going through so much. And, uh, there's a really good book, uh, entitled a hundred ways on how to deal with depression. Stephen Audubon uh, wrote that book and I recommend that many of you get it and because it'll bless you. Let me say this on this part 10, uh, we are going to, night deal with the biblical response to the BLM, Black Lives Matter, and uh, we want to address this issue because it's affecting uh, not only our world today, but even the church, and uh, it's affecting people everywhere, and we don't have a skin problem, but we have a sin problem. And we don't have a race problem, but we have a grace problem. Uh, the There was a there was a gentleman that is black, U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel uh, Alan West, uh, once said, quote, that when he was born in 1961, the traditional two-parent household in the black community was nearly 77%. There were a thriving Black-owned businesses throughout our community. Today, only 24% of Black kids have a mom and a dad in the home. Today, we have uh, all the conversations about racism you want, but we will just keep whistling uh, past the graveyard, close quote. Oh, what a tremendous quote. What a tremendous quote word there for all of us, because one of the greatest problems in America today is fatherless homes uh, and people not knowing God in the midst of those fatherless homes. Um, So in the body of my message, uh, I want to address this issue of uh, Black Lives Matter and try to make some sense out of it, and hopefully I can uh, complete this tonight. If not, uh, we'll deal with it one more time. Uh, We always want to respond uh, by saying in the eyes of God, who made all of us in his image that not only black lives matter, but all lives matter. That's important for us to understand today. All lives matter in the eyes of God. And I have observed that many people who claim to be Christians, even some who claim to be Christian pastors in the past and even today, are in to promoting and supporting black lives matter and even marching with them and have been ultimately disappointed in the end they have found out later on that view of social justice or the secular social theory held by many have succeeded the Bible they put the Bible be- they put these things before the Bible we want to be. Uh, compassionate, and loving from a Christian perspective, but too many well-meaning people immediately have jumped on the social justice bandwagon, not knowing where those wagons started and where those wagons will ultimately lead them to. We need to put all things to the test and hold fast to that which is good. As the Apostle Paul says, and he even says that the Bereans were more noble than those in Thessalonica because they tested everything he said to the word of God. We just need to test stuff today to the word of God. And it seemed like we have lost that today. You know, people are ignorant of the word of God. And Hosea says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, when you know the word of God, the doctrine, then you will be, the second D is discerning. So you need to be discerning. We need to be careful who you align yourself with because it sends mixed messages. And to an already confused mixed world, it doesn't do us any good to get into all this mixed up stuff today. And Black Lives Matter is into a lot of mixed up stuff. Let me say this to you biblically and apologetically. If we are supporting and defending Black Lives Matter, this godless movement, you are supporting a worldview that is in extreme conflict and opposition to the Christian worldview, because the root of this organization is uh, anti-Christian, anti-family, the anti-patriarch family and this organization is marxist driven and anti-american what else can i say from all of that if you don't believe what i'm saying then i challenge you to look at their website the internet search for information on black lives matter and the background of this organization and you will see it everything i'm saying is true and you will find out not only their radical racist marxist views but also where does this Where does millions of dollars in funding come from? And where does these millions of dollars go to? Nothing was done to really go to the black community to help the black community out. Listen, there, there are millions of dollars that does not go to helping the black community out at all. Where's the evidence of it at? Black lives matter is a global movement supporting, and this is where Their millions of dollars go. Let me try to list up millions of dollars where they go with this movement. Number one, building mansions for their leaders and founders. That's where a lot of the money go. And they uh, are in trouble. A lot of the leaders over this building mansions for themselves. Number two, they support abortion. How often do we talk about that? It's not just The gay issues. They support abortion. They support the transgenderism. That's number three. Number four, environmental justice. And also number five, a radical view of racism. Number six, homosexuality. Number seven, LGBT agenda as a whole. This is where most of the money goes to uh, besides the founders. So we say a lot of the money go to this movement, yeah, but to the founders as well. This is why they have many mansions. And their the goal of Black Lives Matter is to do several things. Make a note of this as well. Oh, this is a tremendous word for us tonight. Their goal, Black Lives Matter, is to do several things. Number one is to dismantle white privilege. Number two, they frown and uh, want to work to dismantle male leadership roles. Number three, they want to dismantle law enforcement. Number four, they want to dismantle traditional family. Number five, they fight over the time to dismantle and remove former President Trump from ever being in office again. Black Lives Matter agenda is far beyond black equality because their main goal, like every Marxist, is politically and to maintain power and control. And our government is in the same on the same saddle today. The co-founder of Black Lives Matter recently said in an interview, quote, they are trained Marxists, close quote. And another representative said they will burn the system down, close quote. How about that? Uh, Is that Christian? No, that's anti-Christian. And let me say this in conclusion. Let me say this in conclusion. Several key points. Number one, you can be a Christian. You can be a Marxist. But you can't be both. Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. Either you'll hate the one or love the other. Number two, Christianity and Marxism cannot coexist together as one, just like love and hate cannot coexist as one. Number three, Black Lives Matter judge white people today for their sins of the past. But they need to understand that only Jesus can judge us for our sins. He's the judge and hold us accountable for our sins and forgive us of our sins. Black Lives Matter doesn't have the holiness or righteousness to do that. Jesus alone atoned for our sins on the cross, not Black Lives Matter or anyone else. We must go to Jesus to atone for our sins and be forgiven for our sins. Jesus on the cross said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then it tells us in 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Fourthly, Jesus Christ brings and gives peace with God and reconciliation, peace with our fellow man. Black Lives Matter, instead of bringing peace and forgiveness and reconciliation among all races of people, they bring hate, division, cultivate anger and resentment and disunity rather than unity of mankind. The bottom line is Christianity seeks to unify mankind and Marxism divides mankind. We see this happening with uh, our own government today and becoming more and more Marxist every day. Listen to this, and I'm almost done. Like Satan himself, Karl Marx, the founder of Marxism, claimed and said, quote, my object in life is to dethrone God. That's what Karl Marx said. My object in life is to dethrone God, close quote. This is not uh, a man Christians should have anything to do with, and yet Black Lives Matter, it has everything to do with him. This Marxist ideology, even under Margaret Sanger, who was a racist against Blacks, said she wanted to do away with countless Black babies in the Black community. Abortion takes today lives of 360 black babies every day can you imagine that and whosoever is doing this will stand before god and be judged upon murder and the book of revelation says no murderer will enter the kingdom of god our goal today is to remember galatians 3 there is neither jew nor greek there's neither slave nor free there's neither male nor female for we are all one in Christ, and our goal today as Christians is to unify, unify the race, not divide the race and destroy the race, but to unify it in the love of Christ, because Jesus said by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, you have love one towards another, and I want to say this to you, if you don't know Christ tonight, come to find him in your heart by saying, Lord, I forgive Uh, Forgive me of my ignorance. Forgive me of my sins. And I accept you as Savior, as Lord and Savior of my life. Be King of my life and rule me every day. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary.
1: Well, all right. It's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith.
0: listening to Contending for the Faith on AM 1100 KFAX, The Spirit of the Bay.
1: Well, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the Colts, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. The new year is almost upon us, and with each new year, we have to make decisions about the broadcast. Every year, we have to sign a contract to be on the air uh, with their station, and so it's that time again. And uh, we're looking for our supporters, our our prayer warriors, the folks who have stepped up to the plate in the past uh, that have given to contending for the faith. We're looking for some pledges. We want to go and enter into this new year on solid footing. And we need your help in order to do that. We're looking for 16 people to, to do $25 a month. It costs us four hundred a week to remain uh, to do this broadcast. But if we had sixteen people giving twenty-five dollars, that would satisfy our our, our our debt for the month. Or if we had eight people that gave fifty dollars, or four people that gave one hundred dollars, or one person that gave four hundred a week. However, it breaks down for you. What we're asking for tonight is to step up to the plate and make a pledge to help us on a consistent basis, so that we can make a good decision about moving into this new year and signing a new contract with the radio station. And, you know, we, we don't want to get ourselves into a situation where we're accumulating debt. That's just not good stewardships, but we know that if we can get your partnership, if we can get your consistent prayer and your consistent giving and a consistent pledge, then we can be uh, good stewards and move forward in a brand new year knowing that contending for the faith is fully funded by you, the listener. So this is what we want you to do. There's a couple of ways you can make this happen. You can call area code 415-721-1778. Now, this is not a cell phone. This is a landline. And uh, there is an answering machine associated with it, but it it will not automatically record your phone number. So if you get the message machine, you got to leave your phone number Leave your name, your phone number, and address if you plan to make a pledge. Because one of the other things that we're going to do is for everyone that does pledge, you'll receive a a gift, one of Dr. Buckner's books. Uh, He's got several, Essential Christianity and the Doctrine of the Trinity. And so you'll get one of those books with every pledge that's made. So we want to make sure you have your address, leave your your information so that we can get back to you, and... uh, it's really an exciting time. And we believe God's going to do amazing work through you. So whatever you feel you're comfortable doing, maybe you want to be in the $25 a week club. Maybe you want to be in the $50. A week, or maybe you can do uh, <clears throat> $100 or even 400 a week. However God has blessed you. We're looking for people to commit to making a pledge. So if that's you tonight. You can also... Um, email Dr. Buckner at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's jlbcftf at comcast.net. So again, please include your address as well as your name and information of what you're going to be pledging. And Dr. Buckner will get that information and, and with your address, you will we'll send you out one of his books so as an incentive. But we're just encouraging all of you tonight to step up to the plate and hit a home run as we enter this new year. Now, next week is Christmas weekend, and the following weekend is New Year, so we're going to take some time off to be with our families. But you can listen. We'll be having the best of contending for the faith those weekends. Uh, So we want to encourage you to do that. And you can, you know, make a decision about the pledges anytime during the week. Contact us, reach out, reach out to us and we'll get that information. So we're excited, we wanna get you excited as God is gonna do a, a brand new thing in a brand new year. We want you to be partners with us as we do it, as we continue to touch lives for time and eternity. Dr. Buckner.
2: Thank you so much, Brother Gary. Appreciate those encouraging and challenging and uplifting words uh, to uh, God's people. And uh, we do want to thank all those who have been faithful and those who have stepped up last week. And uh, we had several uh, people, one person uh, in marriage uh, that stepped up big time and uh, blessed the ministry, continuing for the faith. And we really appreciate you doing that, you and your wife. And uh, we uh, want to uh, thank the others who have given as well. Uh, But it takes a spiritual army to make this happen on an ongoing basis because somebody can give quite a bit, but that money goes fast. So it has to be a consistent army of supporters to allow this ministry to continue to be on the air. And I know a lot of you love it, you appreciate it, and you don't want it to go off, but uh, we got to be faithful stewards to the Lord as well, uh, in, uh, what we do. So, uh, we, you have plenty of time. We have, uh, the next couple of weeks or more. Christmas is right around the corner and, uh, before January. And I trust God going we'll to touch some people, uh, to call us. Some of you may get on the phone and call us tonight and said, I'm going to pledge this and I'm going to give this. And that'll show us that you really, want this program to continue to be on the air. So, we trust God will touch you, if not tonight, uh, during the, uh, you know, week. And also, you know, we will, as Brother Gary said, we will re-air the best of Continuing with the Faith, and we will state some of these things again, but we're not going to be in the studio live in terms of uh, doing it live by computer the next uh, couple of weeks. So, We'll have to trust what God is saying to us tonight, and through the uh, pre-recorded program to minister to your hearts regarding it. But Gary will consistently give the email address as well as the phone number, uh, so you can contact us and the address as well. And those are many different ways you can do it. Uh, Continuingfaith.org. You can do it that way—a fast way to do it. But we trust that God is going to touch the people. Because we've been doing this now for quite a while, Gary. And uh, we mm-hmm. thank the Lord for the way he's used us and uh, as a team. And uh, we praise the Lord for that. So anyway, that's all I have to say on it. And I uh, just trust the Lord that he's going to move on the hearts of the people. And why don't we uh, have a prayer on that right now, Gary? Just pray on that. And I think it'll right. be a good thing before <laughs> we get to our callers.
1: All right. And let me just give you the address one more time if you want to. Mail that in. It's address a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. As Dr. Buckner mentioned, you can go to our website at contendingfaith.org. Click on the Donate button. That's another fast way you can do it. That's contendingfaith.org. Click on the donate button, and it's that simple. So let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for the response that we've received thus far and how you've touched and moved on so many people's lives. And we pray that you continue to do so tonight. Continue to move on the lives of the listeners as, as you see fit, Lord God, so that we can move forward in a brand new year and be a blessing for time and eternity. We thank you and praise you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
2: Praise the Lord.
1: All right. We've got Brother Rick on line one. Brother Rick, how are you doing?
2: I am blessed. I just want to first wish you a happy Hanukkah and a Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Brother Rick. We appreciate it. Uh, Back at you, my brother. Yes. And uh, what's on your heart tonight?
3: Well, got a question. You know, in the New Testament, we notice that the, the Apostle Paul mentions many names of people he's been associated with during his ministry. Mm-hmm. Who would you say was the
2: person that he was closest to? That's a very good question. And uh, people have asked that question before. Uh, I remember when I was teaching uh, a class on uh, the book of Timothy that uh, the question came up regarding what you just asked. And it makes me recall that, uh, but Paul had a lot of, uh, very uh, few close people, real close to him. And uh, like he said that Luke always stood by me. Uh, He mentioned that and uh, several different people that stood by him when, uh, you know, even at the point of, you know him getting ready to die uh, and uh, then he also mentioned the people that uh, was not uh, close to him not standing by him uh, and uh, in second Timothy chapter four he uh, mentioned the negative people and then he mentioned the positive people that uh, that you know pretty much was there uh, with him uh, but I would say probably out of all of the people that was the closest uh, to Paul, um, I would say would be Timothy. Now uh, I, I need to back that up with something that is very important. And I want to encourage everybody to get your Bibles and look at what I'm going to say to you uh, because it's good to have evidence of what I'm saying. Uh, And if you look in your Bibles to Philippians chapter 2, even though this is, uh, you know, not the book of Timothy, but he mentions Timothy here. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 20, uh, he says, uh, let me start off with verse 19, but, but I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus, another name for Timothy, shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. So uh, here we have uh, Paul uh, literally saying that there's nobody else like-minded like him but uh, Timothy, so Timothy, out of all the people that followed Paul, he had a like-minded like Paul, like none other. And it's true. I'm not just saying it because Paul says it. He says, for I have no man. In other words, he exclude everybody else. This is not Buckner. This is Bible. He says, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for my state or your state rather, or your state. And you remember uh, when Paul was in that cold dungeon, getting ready to get beheaded by the emperor Nero, you know, he, he had uh, uh, told uh, Timothy to come visit him. And he said uh, in Second Timothy 4 and verse 13, He says, my cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee. So Paul requested several different things from Timothy to bring to this cold dungeon prison that he was in. It was freezing. So he said, bring my, my, my cloak, which is another word for coat. And then he says, when thou comest, bring it with thee. And then he also says, also, bring the books. In the same verse, Second Timothy four, bring the books. Paul was an avid reader. I just can't understand how people just don't like to read books. It, it sharpens your mind. Keep your mind sharp. And Paul was a great scholar, a great Bible scholar. But he was a great. Uh, he had a great mind of reading uh, things today. That's one thing I loved about Walter Martin. And I said to myself, I'd like to have that like minded, just be a great reader of uh, all different subject matters science and the Bible, cults and false religions and all that. That's why God put me where I'm at right now. And then he says, but especially the porchments. Now, what are the porchments? The porchments, when people see that word, they don't know what it means. Let me tell you what it means. It means the Old Testament scriptures. When it says the porchments, that's Old Testament scriptures. Paul wanted the Old Testament scriptures so he could read it, to keep him strong and strengthen. And those are the three things he requested of Timothy. And you know what Timothy did? He brought them. He was a faithful man that he could depend on. We got so many people today that you know, you just can't depend on them. They're weak, weak men, weak women, not Timothy. Only the struggle he had was timidity. he That's why Paul told him, you know, God has not given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That was the only weakness of this man. And he ended up dying a brutal death, too. But, you know, he feared man. And Paul was encouraging this young man because he saw the potential. I just always pray and say, uh, God, as a pastor, as a leader, send me men that are like-minded as me. Because Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. And we got, and, and you know, we need to have the mind of Christ. He said, let this mind be in you. Paul has so much of the mind of Christ, that's why he could say, follow me as I follow Christ. And he says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 20, For I have no man like-minded. God, please help us to be in such unity and have like-mindedness in Christ and follow great leaders, men and women that have great minds and emulate that in Christ. Brother uh, Brother Gary, I tell you, this is touching. And uh, Brother Rick, hopefully that helps out. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. you have any prayer requests before we go to the commercial praying around my health and oh, uh, just uh, give me the strength to be able to come back to church on, base, on a consistent Amen. basis. Amen. Brother Gary. All
1: right. So, Lord, we just thank you for Brother Rick and always using him to bring great questions to the broadcast and to the listening audience. We pray that you would strengthen him in his physical man, Lord God. You are the great physician. We never lost a case. And we know, Lord God, You created every cell in his body. You're intimate with his DNA. And you've got every hair of his head numbered. So, Lord God, touch him at his point of need. Strengthen him and and always keep him encouraged, motivated, and filled with your purpose for living and life, Lord God. Use him mightily and bless him, Lord God, to be able to be consistent in returning to church. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith.
0: You're listening to Contending for the Faith on AM 1100 KFAX, the spirit of the Bay.
1: Well, welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecture counselor, expert on the cults. Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, I'm Gary Bell. Once again, thank all of you who have been consistent in prayers for contending for the faith, and those of you who have been consistent givers, we just thank you so much. It does cost us $400 a week to do this broadcast, and so, you know, this is a listener-supported ministry, and without your support, we can't do this. As we've been talking about earlier in the broadcast, uh, there's... Several ways you can donate. You can address a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, uh, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. You can go online to contendingfaith.org, click on the Donate button. That's contendingfaith.org. It's that simple. But most of all, we've been talking about what's coming up into the new year as we approach that time where we have to make decisions about whether to continue to do this ministry or not. You know, we have to sign a contract every year uh, with the radio station and commit to making uh, these payments. And so we need your help. We need to know that you're behind us, that you're with us through prayer, as well as through your giving. And so we've talked about different ways that you can participate. Uh, you can. We could look for 16 people to give $25 or eight people to give $50 or four people to give $100 or one person to give $400 a week, however it breaks down for you. We're looking for people to commit and to making a pledge to stand with us. All right. So you can call area code 415-721-1778 and uh Leave a message or talk to Dr. Buckner if he picks up. Uh, It's not a cell phone. So if you call, you have to leave a message with your name and phone number and address and the pledge that you're trying to make so that we have all that information. Uh, You can also reach him online at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's jlbcftf at comcast.net. And once again, leave your information your name, address, phone number, and how much you're going to pledge. And as a special gift, Dr. Buckner will send you one of his books, either on the Doctrine of the Trinity or the Essentials of the Christian Faith, both excellent uh, tools for your your library. And I encourage you to get these books. So we want to encourage you tonight that this is what we're doing. Partner with us. Stand with us as we move into the new year, because God's gonna be doing a brand new work. And so we're excited to be part of that work and we want you to be right there with us doing that same work. All right, Dr. Buckner, about ready for the phone?
2: Let's do that, Brother Gary.
1: Okay, we have Sally waiting
2: on line two. Sally, how are you doing?
3: Well, I'm old. <laughs> you know, I'm 92, it's a wait. challenge. Keeps, things keep coming up that you didn't have before and you never get rid of once you get it so otherwise i'm just so happy that i know the lord jesus because bible study has been for the last 20 years of my life a real concentrated um thing i love the concordance and um what i called about was uh that i i shared with with you before but uh, for about 10 years i went with uh what was then Valley Baptist Church, to uh, the, the uh, Juvenile Hall. And, of course, it had to stop during COVID. And I, I hope that somebody will pray for now what is now Marin Bible Church, that they will be able to have a, a nice group that would go over once a month to the Juvenile Hall. And that's when I ran across how wonderful Mary's Magnificat is on Luke 1, uh, 40, I can't read, 46 to 55. And and I didn't, when I gave this little talk to Juvenile Hall, we can have up to 10 minutes to share our testimonies. Or And as a woman, I like to use a scripture rather than to just, um, you know, like the fellows would do. And I was the only one that had been a Christian ever since I was seven years old. But the first that really caught my eye again with this terrible voting situation that we have, you know, we had nothing like this. Voting was almost a sacred thing. But I started voting with Dr. Uh, General Eisenhower and and voting was really special. Nobody ever thought of fooling around with the local voting precincts. I think this is just awful. but. Uh, verse 51 I'm sorry I'm rattling I'm kind of shaking yeah, even do, do though I prayed ahead a time do you have a
2: uh, a question because yes, we, have another, uh, we have another caller as well so we want to use our time wisely I appreciate what you're sharing but we're on a limited basis so do you have a question
3: uh, verse 51 uh, he has shown his strength with his right hand I'm having trouble uh you could probably read it. He has scattered yes, strength, the crowd the imaginations of their hearts. That is so evident. never in my life have I realized what uh, politicians have done, and that's exactly what they've done so i and also I've never heard a sermon on um my soul has magnified the Lord, and there's quite a few verses for that. That's another Bible study I'll be doing. Thanks, Dr. Buckner. Uh,
2: well, let me say this before you go. Uh, th- just to add one other thing to Mary's magnificent that a lot of people uh, overlook, because Mary in the book of Acts, she prays, you know, the Catholic Church, they pray to Mary, but she never prayed, asked for prayer to her. She always prayed to Jesus. But one of the things that is important in here that I want to say before we let you go uh, is that in verse 46 and 47, uh she says, Mary says, my soul doth magnify the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. So she's talking about Jesus. And this is a serious chapter, a verse of scripture on the deity of Christ, that he's sure. God. She acknowledges that He, she rejoiced in God, my Savior. She calls Jesus God, my Savior. And she also calls him Lord. So uh, I think this is a tremendous chapter verses of Scripture on the deity of Christ that a lot of people miss. It's not only good to share with Catholics who are misinterpreting Mary, but also cults and false religion and even building up people in the church that don't don't know. But thank you so much for your comments and your call and and happy uh, Merry Christmas to you, and Happy New Year as well.
3: God bless you all. Thank you for your work. And Jerry Bell won't have to have the 2 fog to come down for the next two weeks, so that's good.
2: <laughs> Amen. Bye-bye. Amen. God, God bless you. All right, Gary, let's try to squeeze in uh, Diane. All right, Diane, are you there?
1: I
4: am just, here. Just how, are
2: how are you
1: doing? Langston, how you doing?
4: I'm doing very well, Dr. Buckner. Uh, it is always such a pleasure. To hear your voice. You're like the voice of calm in a world of madness. (laughs) But listen, I called in for two reasons. Number one, I want to respond publicly to your request to support for the program. As poor as I am these days, I want to commit to sending in $50 every month to support the programming. And I Mm -hmm. encourage other Christian people, believers, to do the same because we are uh, under a mandate to support the spread of the gospel. There's really not a choice in the matter, and $50 is minimal. We spend that at Starbucks and popcorn and -hmm. just junk like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to redirect those funds to supporting Contending for the Faith in 2023, beginning in 2022. Amen. We appreciate that. Okay, the other thing I wanted to respond to, Dr. Buckner, is I want to commend you for exposing the truth that lies behind the Black Lives Matter organization. This is an organization that espouses, like you say, communist, Marxist ideology. They do not support individual freedoms. And they are taking the truth of the words Black Lives Matter, which is a true statement, and they are exploiting that in their organization, which is totally opposed to those words because as you said, they are dismantling families. We've got eighty two percent unwed birth rate among African American mothers. We've got this high abortion rate and all of this is fueled by them because they don't want to see us be faithful to God. They don't believe in God. And so people just need to know this. Few men will step up to the plate and take on the the issues that you have and take on some of the things in society that are being discussed today. They don't want to be publicly as bold as you have been in your last uh, sessions of this quarter. And so, I just want to commend you and encourage you for telling the truth. People need to know the truth, and this organization is not about. Black
2: lives mattering. I don't care what they call themselves. That is so well said. Um, appreciate your words of encouragement to uh, not only me, but our staff. And we always get blessed by uh, what you have to say and uh, and how you say it. And uh, Diane, Diane is uh, one of my uh, former students, and still a student of mine, in the sense that I'm still a mentor and teacher, and and we really uh, appreciate you uh, for your diligent in constantly going to Bible seminary and school to learn and grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord, but hanging in there with us throughout all these years. But I was the the Lord used me to get the spark uh, going. And ever since then, you've been uh, moving forward in the Lord. So we appreciate you and and always your input on what you say. And God bless you and happy Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year to you and your husband and the rest of your family. And uh, we appreciate your commitment. And we got to finish up this program. But God bless you and thank you for your call.
4: Thank you, Dr. Butner. Thank you, Gary.
1: You have a blessed holiday season. Amen. And know that you're always in our prayers.
4: There you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Amen.
1: God bless. Amen. Well, I hear the music revving up, Dr. Buckner, so looks like we've come to the end of another exciting broadcast, and we'd like to thank Vince, our engineer. Now, i got to say, Vince, we have the best engineer in Amen. radio. He mm-hmm. is awesome. And without Vince, <laughs> you wouldn't be hearing our voices. So we want to really thank you, Vince, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you, your letters and cards, or an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note. Let us know how this program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, PO Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Please keep us in your prayers until next time, when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you To contend for the faith, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May God bless you.